Hello, and welcome to the final installment of 30 Days of Grimm. I hope you've enjoyed Grimm's fairy tales as much as I've enjoyed sharing them with you. In today's episode, a peasant's daughter gives wise advice, becomes the queen, and then makes the best decision of all. Take a listen to episode 30, The Peasant's Wise Daughter. There once was a poor peasant who had no land but merely a small hovel and an only daughter. One day the daughter said, We should beg our lord the king for a little piece of newly cleared land. When the king heard about their misery, he even made them a gift of a little plot of grassland. She and her father dug it up and were going to sow a little rye and corn. They had almost dug and turned the field when they suddenly found in the earth a mortar made of pure gold. Listen, said the father to the girl, since his majesty was so gracious and presented the field to us as a gift, we should give him the piece of gold in return. The daughter would not agree to this, saying, Father, we have the mortar, but not the pestle. We must look for it, too, so that we can keep silent about it. But he would not listen to her, took the mortar, carried it to the king, and said he had found it on the heath. Then he offered it to his majesty as a token of respect. The king accepted the mortar and asked if he had found anything else, and the peasant said that he hadn't. Then the king said he must produce the pestle and try as the peasant would to convince the king that he did not have it. It availed him no more than if he had spoken to the winds. He was flung into jail and was to stay there until he produced the pestle. The servants brought him bread and water every day, and then they heard the man cry out continually, Alas, but had I listened to my daughter, Alas, but had I listened to her. Then the servants went to the king and told him how the prisoner kept crying and wouldn't eat or drink. The king ordered the servants to bring the prisoner before him and asked, What did your daughter say? She said I shouldn't bring the mortar or I should have to find the pestle as well. Well, if you have such a clever daughter, let her come here. So she had to come before the king, and he said that if she really was so clever, he would ask of her a riddle. If she could solve it, he would marry her. At once, the daughter agreed to try and solve it. And the king said to her, Come to me not clothed, not naked, not riding, not driving, not in the road, and not off the road. And if you can do that, I will marry you. So she went away and took everything off till she was naked. So she was not clothed. Then she took a big fishing net and stepped inside it and wrapped it all around her so she was not naked. She hired a donkey and tied the fishing net onto its tail so that it had to drag her along in the net so she was not riding and she was not driving. Moreover, the donkey had to drag her in the rut so that she only touched the ground with her toe and thus she was neither in the road nor off the road. And when she came to him in that way, the king said that she had solved the riddle and everything had been duly fulfilled. He released her father from prison and took her as his wife and put her in charge of all of the royal possessions. Several years passed, and one day it so happened that some peasants halted with their wagons in front of the castle, having sold all of their wood. Some had oxen and other horses yoked to their wagons. There was one farmer who had three horses, and one of these gave birth to a young foal, which ran away and lay down between two oxen hitched to another wagon. When the peasants saw this, they began to quarrel. 
The owner of the oxen wanted to keep the foal, claiming it was the oxen who had given birth to it. And the other said no, his horse had had the foal, and so it was his. The quarrel came before the king, and his verdict was that the foal should stay where it had lain, and so it was the owner of the oxen who got it, even though he really had no right to it. Then the other went away, weeping and lamenting over his little foal. He had heard that the queen was very gracious and had also come of poor peasant stock. He went to her and begged her to help him to get his young foal back again. She said, If you promise me that you won't give me away, I will tell you what to do. Tomorrow morning, when the king is reviewing the guards, place yourself there in the middle of the road where he must pass by. Take a big fishing net and pretend you're fishing, and fish on and in this way and shake out the net as if you had it full of fish. She also told him what to answer and what he should tell the king if he asked him what he was doing. The next day, the peasant stood there and fished on dry ground. When the king passed by and saw the man, he sent his messenger to ask the foolish man what he was supposed to be doing. I am fishing, he answered. The messenger asked how he could be fishing when there was no water. The peasant said, It is just as easy for me to fish on dry ground as for two oxen to give birth to a foal. The messenger went back and took the answer to the king. He ordered the peasant to be brought before him and said that this idea was not his. It had come from somewhere else. But the peasant would not confess. So they laid him on a heap of straw and beat him till he confessed that he had the idea from the queen. When the king came home, he said to his wife, Why have you been false to me? I don't want you as my wife any longer. Go back again to where you belong, to your peasant hut. Yet he granted her one grace, that she should take with her the one thing that was most precious and dearest to her in all the world. Yes, dear husband, she said, if it is your order, I will do as you say. And she fell into his arms and kissed him, and said that she wanted to take him. She had a strong sleeping potion made in order to drink a farewell to him. The king took a deep drink, but she drank very little. Soon he fell into a deep sleep, and when the queen saw it, she called a servant, took a fine white linen cloth, and wrapped the king in it. The servants had to carry him to a coach, and she drove him home to her little house. Then she laid him in her little bed, and he slept all through the day and night. When he awoke, he looked around and said, Dear heaven, where am I? He called for his servants, but no servant was there. Finally, his wife came to his bedside and said, My dear lord and king, you ordered me to take with me from the palace what I held best and most dear. I have nothing better and dearer than you. So I took you with me. Tears rose to the king's eyes, and he said, Dear wife, you shall be mine and I yours. And he took her back with him to the royal palace, and they are probably still living there to this very day. Thank you again for taking the time to follow and listen to 30 Days of Grimm. If you've enjoyed this or have other suggestions, please feel free to email me at askinner79 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm.